762, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Um, hello, we're just saying hello to a few people. Uh, just in case we we did announce uh, beforehand that we were going to do another of our guided tours. And, um, That's right. So we were anticipating a few people to turn up for this one. Yeah. Uh, but so far... None yet. None but yet. It's early doors. We're only... We've been waiting now 45 minutes. Um, and sometimes public transport people get... Yeah. He's a very noisy car now. Maybe that. Hopefully might that be, might be himself there. Yeah, that might be somebody coming over. No, no, ignore no. us completely. So, uh, and I'm, we, I definitely sent out the the letters, didn't I? Well, uh, you sent out, uh, you sent out the your minions, the rats, with them. Well, that's it. Yeah, I have them trained we now. Fed them to the rats. Homing rats. Homing rats. Yeah. So a I, homing I rat fun. now. A homing pigeon, of course would have its own home and you would you would give the pigeon to somebody else and be like when you want to send a message that pigeon will fly home to me right Do you know so yeah. a homing rat have you gone and collected rats from people's houses to mm. uh have i gone i mean so then they would they, run back to run that back. house well no is that what i should have done because I, I think that's maybe what you should oh, have done. right because that explains because a lot of the rats just sort of brought the letters back Right, they homed back to you. They homed back to me. And were the letters? Uh, was there any anything written on the letters? <laughs> any no, just replies uh, or? Well, some of them were uh, a little bit worse for wear. Um, some the of rats were. were. Some of the rats. <laughs> so I tell you now, some of those rats came back with their spirits absolutely broken. <laughs> it had a rough time out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, but I think it got. It really got into them that they couldn't do what they were supposed to do. Like they were supposed to oh, deliver. Right. And I think it really hit some of the, some of the younger rats anyway, that they weren't able to complete their mission of delivering the letters. Yes. So uh, they, it took them ages to come back. But by the time they did, they were really crestfallen. Yeah. One of them, um, I believe had like a, uh, a soother sticking out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> sticking out of himself. Yeah. Yes. Um, Did you get into a fracas with a baby or something? There was something like that. Yeah, I think um, I didn't get much out of him. He was he wasn't he wasn't up for talking. We're heading towards some power tools now. Oh, That'll yes. be good. Um, so there was another one. Another one just had like like singed like like you know when a cartoon has had <laughs> well, an explosion in the in its face. Yes, one of them did come back with um, kind of frazzled whiskers and like this really wide-eyed look on his face as though he'd seen something um, and there was just like a cloud. something he could never forget something he'd never forget or something he was a part of that had sort of exploded in his face and his oh. all of his whiskers were like <laughs> were all like blown away from his face yeah 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 like and stuck backwards shall we take a pause as we're walking by uh, no i think we'll just keep that's going just part of it well um and this is we're out and about now yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna start a walking tour yes we're in the historic uh, area of of crumlin dublin that's 
exactly right. Yeah. I believe, just to go back to the rats before we uh, finish well, I, with that. Well, they've been a huge part of my life in the last yes. while and I, they've really become a huge comfort for me. So I've no problem chatting about them. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I, mean, I heard that, um, I heard on the grapevine that another of the rats came back and it looked <laughs> like he had seen like a green explosion, which now made him some kind of super strong rat? Well, um, yeah, well, he came back. He, he didn't initially come back like that. So he came back initially and he had, like, um, he was bleeding. Um, and there was a couple of, like, green veins along his back. Right. Um, and then over the subsequent couple of days, he started to get exponentially bigger. Yes. Um, so he's about... He's not human size now, but he's about... <laughs> He's up to my nipples, I'd say. So oh, he's a, really, really. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. grows when he gets when he not when he gets angry, but uh, when he gets curious. When he's <laughs> when he's like, oh, what's going on here? He gets. And, and that's why we had to stop chatting about kind of world events around him. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because as soon as he starts on a thread of knowledge and he wants to pull at it and learn a little bit more about some world politics, obviously elections and all that sort of stuff, he starts to throb. Yeah. And he starts to just swell. Right. And you can hear it. Like you can physically hear his his insides pressing against yeah. his flesh and yeah. sort of stretching out. So we've had to stop. Um, Who are you discussing world politics with? <laughs> well, just, well, some of the lads, we have a, we have a group, sort of just a, a political group that we chat, we chat the big sort of politics with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every Thursday night we have like poker night. Is we this chat. you and the rats or you and humans? Well, me and the... Me and the the lads in the factory, yeah, mostly rats. Mostly rats. Yeah, there's mostly rats. Anything else in there? <laughs> well, or something. Well, there is. Uh, there's uh, your gardener pops over. Oh, really? Occasionally, yeah. He Pablo. pops in. Is it Pablo? Yeah, Pablo. It changes, but I, I think it's Pablo. I was going to say Paco. So Paco has never been one, but I'll hire a Paco if there's a Paco going. You know? Of course. Yeah. Well, listen, I've been calling him Paco, but he hasn't seen. <laughs> He hasn't seemed to and, mind. And he, his only English, of course, is it burns, it burns. So <laughs> yes. you're discussing well, world politics with him. Yes, 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 yes. But he, we, we chat about it and we will throw it to him when we know that he has something to say. Yes. So we'll say, oh, Paco, um, <laughs> terrible state, terrible state that the world is in at the minute. The world is... It burns, it burns, he says. That's right, yeah, Paco. Yeah, so right. we'll throw it to him when he has something specific like that to add. Very good, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we we'll just we we'll play a bit of poker. Um, Paco, of course, you know, when he wants to be hit, um, like he wants a, a card to be dealt to him, he'll say, burn. And uh, What and happens when you need to... Isn't when you're playing poker, you often burn one of the cards? Yes. Well, when, he, <laughs> when, when there's he, a flop and when you burn he burns one. one of the cards, he says burn, but he says it differently. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, more right. of a downbeat kind of burn. Yeah. But anyway, I, we enjoy it. I'm, we're starting to get, we have a lovely little community in there in the evenings, because obviously it's go, go, go in the factory. We're pumping out cheese day in, day out now. Yeah. Um, Great. You know, and I actually have, I have some How's with me as in a little sandwich of our um, our brie with me this week. How's the cheese selling? Um, well, we're making a lot of it and we're expecting demand now coming up to uh, Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. got that uh, cheese vent calendar. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, and what, what's interesting about it is you might think that it's a cardboard calendar yeah. with cheese bits in it. Right. That's not what we've no, done. No, no. We've got huge wheels of cheese. Yes. And in the, that wheels of cheese, there's uh, there's doors, and in those doors, there's chocolates. Oh, chocolates. I thought it was going to be tiny cardboard calendars. 
inside the cheese. <laughs> well, that, well, actually, that wouldn't have. We where are you getting that. the uh, Where are you getting the chocolates? Oh, we're making the chocolates as well. Oh, really? Oh, well, yes. That's very good. Oh, yes. We've apportioned some of the. Well, some of the lads are very entrepreneurial, so. Uh, yeah. You know, we've apportioned some of the factory to make the chocolates. Yeah. Cocoa beans? No, no. No. So well, what's the chocolate made out of? What's the chocolate made out of? Well, I don't ask questions, but it ends up tasting quite bitter. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why we thought maybe if we we couldn't sell them normally, but if we put them into the cheese vent calendars, yeah, maybe people will buy it for the kind of the festive feel. Let's go down here. It's slightly less traffic down this yeah, way. Let's go this way. That's lovely. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to anyway. Really? I mean, right. Well, if people want to buy those, people want to buy those, go on to it's uh, on our, our website. Um, rats with cheese. Rats with cheese. Rats with cheese. Oh yes. Uh, dot ie. And just you know you can buy your. Um, yes. Well, do, go do go to dot ie dot com is just pictures of rats with cheese. Yeah. Well, we try to get that, but they they. Um, they threatened litigation very early on in the negotiation process, so they seemed... The rats did? Well, the, whoever owns ratswiththecheese.com... Right. Uh, they were obviously very passionate about keeping it strictly as a non-profit. Um, you know, and they just wanted rats with cheese. They wanted to get that message out. Yes. So I don't know. Well, here we are in sunny Crumlin. Um, we're just outside, I'm not sure what road we're on, but we're just outside 112... And 82 is beside it. So you can probably guess from there yeah. that there's, there was a lot more houses in between those two, but they, they just got squished up in and a... Is that right? That um, in, when they were building this, one entire quadrant of it just got mislaid in the plans. So they just sort of, they cut out... It's literally in the plans, yeah. It's, it's some kind of... Now, some people reckon it's some kind of vortex, but uh, but there are a number of people just are still living in the plans. Oh, they're in the plans. Yes. Um, oh, right. Do you know the, Do you know the thing of like, well, we bought the apartment off the off the plans, but yeah. so, this is the first time when people are buying apartments on the plans, and so they had to actually move onto the plans together. And uh, and where are they kept in like the the CSO office inside in town? Oh no, they're kept in the sea. Oh, the, the plans are in the sea. Yeah, nice. they they were like, well, there's no actual land for this now because yeah. we got 112 beside 82. So uh, we're gonna have to stick this out in the sea, lads. Are you sure you don't want to get out? And they were like, no, no, no. We'll. Uh, it took us so long to get this. Yeah, place. It, you know, we put down a deposit. Yeah, it's a sunk cost fallacy, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, now uh, to our left is the big round green. That's exactly right. Now it's there's a couple of these around. Big and it is round. Yeah. Um, there's nothing on it. No. It's a kind of barren wasteland. You know, you might, in a normal like park almost, uh, you'd have like swings or a bench or, or something nice on it, but no, no. Even they a just... focal point, something like that. But I, I actually admire the fact that they've done that. You know, I think it, it shows that um, they've real when the when they're building it it shows that the the builders had confidence in the locals here that they could make whatever they wanted out of the green yes you know i mean it, it's a it's a blank canvas really for your entertainment and recreation it, uh, yes absolutely um you could walk straight across it yeah uh, to get to the other side 
Um, or you, you could, could burn, walk around it. burn something on it. You could burn those are, something those on it. Those are mostly the two options that are given. I, I've, I've been to a couple of fights around here as well. Have you now? Yeah, I've been to a few of these these um, kind of... I know they're, they're not exactly official fights or anything, but they're fairly well organised. You no, know, it's hard a, to have an official fight these days. Well, um, it is. I mean, well, if you go through, you know, the Boxing Commission and all that, you have to... Yeah, through to, to the courts. I mean, people like this was the way. You know, they really clamped down on on like pub brawls. Someone would be like, well, "That's my pint," and they say, "Right to the courts." To the courts. <laughs> I'll see you in arbitration. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, four months later, sure, they'd have lost. They'd have lost ah. the will to to punch each other. But, well, they would have lost an awful lot of money as well. Far oh, more yes. money than just buying the pint and replacing it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, two or three times that amount. Oh, at least. Probably. At, at least, least, I'd yeah. say. And um, you, you, once, um, you once held uh, a fight in a bar. Well, I held it. Yes. Uh, yes, there was two lads having a fight, but they were very small, so I just kind of held them apart. And, uh, and, and people you were, were like, something of a local hero then from that. Yes, um, people people loved it. They were like, "This is the best sport we've ever seen," and it became a bit of a thing, you know. Right. Uh, me, not a big man myself, um, but not a small really, man, but an average sized man, I'd say. Maybe slightly below average. I'd say below average, yeah. kind of. Kind of light and one looked like a little bit of an elf. Yes. Um, Very um, sort of slender limbs. Um, slender limbs. Slender limbs and, and kind of... Uh, slightly bigger body. Slightly bigger body. You can tell the difference, you yes, know. Yes, you, you definitely can, but not by much. Now, to our right, of course, is the uh, famous ladder. <laughs> right. Famous That's ladder of, of Crumlin. Few, one of the few... Um, Ladders were outlawed in Crumlin uh, back in the 19th century. They were. Um, there was an awful spate of... Uh, ladder crime going well, there on. There was a huge amount of peeping toms. Yes, and uh, it was it was um, it was like peeping toms on peeping toms. You know. Oh yeah. People would get a kick out of watching somebody getting a kick out of watching somebody. Do you yeah, know? And it was it was like a you know a domino effect where you couldn't walk around the place for bumping into somebody on a ladder. Yeah. Having their jollies while watching someone else on a ladder. Yeah. And very often, actually, it ended up being this this huge kind of circle peep, where there was no one even at the front of the peep anymore. No. It was and just a bunch of people on People ladders. were running out of things to prop up a ladder on. So yeah. it would just be propping your ladder on somebody else's ladder. Yeah. The whole thing came toppling down. It was basically a pyramid scheme of ladders. And no child was born within three years after that. No. Um, people were just haunted by... How, what a whack they'd got in the balls <laughs> from, <laughs> from their ladders. Yeah. It ended up becoming a symbol itself of um, chastity. You know, if you put a ladder out the front of your garden, you weren't... Chastity belts chastity. weren't effective, no. it was found. It was a lot more effective to put your daughter right up a ladder. <laughs> and sure at the top of the ladder, then there's no one getting up there. No way. No, 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 no. Um, but now, obviously, times have changed and, you know, you can go on the internet if you want to peep on people. Yeah. Um, so uh, you don't need to, you can go on to, like, sort of Facebook stalk people and all that sort of stuff. So you don't need a ladder anymore. So what they've done is they've installed one of the few kind of landmarks in Crumlin. Just the ladder. The yeah. local ladder leaning against 
one of the walls with no window at the top of it. No. Just as a symbol of what it was. Just, uh, yeah, sometimes um, people put a, a very small picture of a woman in the nudie up at yeah. the top of it. Yeah. Uh, set it shape to the wall. Or a man. It's hard to tell. The picture is so small. But and you it's go very there, blurry. It's very blurry. Yeah. You go up there, you climb up the ladder, and uh, you take a good gander at that. Yeah. And uh, you feel satisfied. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a little, again, it's kind of, um, it's seeing, it's seeing something you're not supposed to see. It's a little taboo. Yes. A little taboo. Yes. Um, no, it's very the, much taboo uh, oh, to just spy on somebody. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegal as well. <laughs> Wildly illegal. Yeah. Certainly. And rightly so. And uh, anyway, but that, that's just a little, it's a little hint as to, to Crumlin's past. Yes, now we've turned right. We, which is back the way we've came, is it? No. But uh, now... Well, can I say something <laughs> about this? Yes. I always, when I'm on the way over to your house... Mm, which, of course, is, is nowhere near is here. nowhere near here. Of course. But I always end up wandering through Crumlin. I have to say, I have no idea which way is up or down or left no. or right. It, yes. is, it was designed as a maze. It was. Initially. After the, uh, after the smash hit David Bowie film, uh, Labyrinth. Yes. David Bowie and uh, Jennifer... Um, Love Hewitt. Jennifer no. Garner. No, no. Jennifer Lee. No, no. Jennifer Tilly. No. Hmm. Jennifer might not, be, might not be Jennifer. Right. Well, then I've, I've less to go on there. Yes. Um, anyway, people loved Labyrinth. Yeah. And um, and David Bowie and uh, people were tr- they, tr- you know, there was running out of space in Dublin, so yeah. they said uh, we need some new houses. Let's stick some some houses up over here. And but they also not- didn't have enough houses for the people. What? They didn't have enough houses for the amount of people that needed houses. Yes. So they thought by creating this kind of, this labyrinth, this maze. Yes. That some people would think they have a house in here and they just wander They just keep wandering. For, for years. By the time you got back, you know, the people who were in your house would have left. Yeah. And, and you, know, you get less people into, more, uh, more people into less houses. And yeah. it, was, it was a real maverick move by the Fianna Fáil government at the time. Yes, it was. Um, the fellow with the big head and the big nose. Uh, Coggle or Hoggle, I can't remember which it is, who would give you clues uh, as to the whereabouts of your house. Oh, in Labyrinth? In Labyrinth, yeah. Ah, very good. I, I mean, thought you were talking. This is how little I know about Labyrinth or Fianna Fáil <laughs> of the 70s. I, uh, I didn't know whether it was a Fianna Fáil politician you were talking about. Well, he was, a, he was a, a TD. Was he a local TD? He was a TD for uh, He never uh, made West it to a ministerial. Leitrim. No, he wasn't. No, uh, he just took like a duck to water. Um, with the whole uh, be, being a gnome in a labyrinth thing. Yeah, and that's um, right. yeah. One of those characters that they didn't intend him to be part of the cast, like Gunther from Friends, where, you know, they just had him as a background character and then he and came on like, and he said one line. This guy is such a bad actor, we need him in more stuff. <laughs> we need to... <laughs> we need, definitely need him front and centre. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, the, the labyrinth, the, it's very much like the Top Gun effect where, you know, people watch Top Gun and then sign-ups for the Air Force the following year shot up through the roof. Yes. The, the labyrinth effect was that all over the world, all over the world, 
labyrinths were um, the in vogue design choice for municipalities. Yes, that's right, yeah. Um, people, I mean, upon watching the film, uh, people were like, that looks like great crack. Yeah. Uh, can we get David Bowie down here? He seems to love labyrinths. Let's, let's stick with old labyrinths. Yeah. And Bowie was like, I'm touring. I'm touring the Glass Spider tour. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning to come there. Uh, you know, it's my least successful popular tour, but I, I'm coming. So, you know, come and watch me uh, do some mime in between the songs. Oh, that's what's happening with, with David Bowie. Oh, that's right. something like that. Haven't watched it. Haven't. <laughs> but, you know, I watched it a little bit and was like, oh, yeah, that looks shocking. All right. And you had a little bit of, um, you had a business venture with David Bowie back in the day. I mean, yes. It was, it was short lived, but it, it um, I remember you talking very fondly of your time with David yes, Bowie. Yes, uh, we set up uh, a business called Short Lived Enter- Enterprises. <laughs> and uh, the idea, you know, Bowie, he's an innovator. Uh, the idea was like, how, what's the shortest length of time that a company can exist for and still be called a company? <laughs> so your, your job, or your essentially your mission statement was to create other companies yeah. that had a very short shelf life. Yes. Uh, mugs that explode on contact with any liquid. Very good. <laughs> Uh, we had... You had your, your TVs that melt when you plug them in? Yes. Um, we had plugs that melt when you TV them in. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Uh, that was a hard sell. Yeah. But there you got them the, into uh, every DID in the country. Home Rat Harpoon. The Home Rat Harpoon? Yes. Um, they, were, they were just obliterated, as was your wall. Uh, you know, just didn't... Overkill. Yeah. Uh, what's another one of them? <laughs> Overkill. Now that's yeah. when, um, if you wanted to hire a hit on somebody, they'd send five or six snipers. Yes. Right. Um, and the snipers all shot themselves within 10 minutes. And uh, the whole thing was done. Well, the whole Wrapped company folded because you went through all your snipers within three kills. You know, you went through your 18, 20 snipers very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yes, that 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 folded. Um, literally, we had to fold it up um, to hide the bodies. Yes, that's right. You had the folding coffins as well. Folding coffins was another uh, one. Yeah, not as popular. Um, no, not after that first. That was a disastrous. If you don't mind me saying, a disastrous launch. Oh no, I don't. I mean, that was our aim. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, you only wanted to close. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised that you got. The, um, the Catholic Church on board to have the bishop's funeral with a folding, folding Yeah, coffin. well, uh, you know, I mean, it was the 80s and the Catholic Church were like, listen, we can do no wrong. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we don't care anymore. Um, folding coffins sounds like a gas idea. Uh, they the really whole thing, were reckless, weren't they? Oh, yeah. They were like, we're the Catholic Church. We can do what we like. Um, but uh... now here's this is a lesser known um, sort of yes that's really caught your eye hasn't it yeah, well it has you just but... wandered off sorry <laughs> noticing that I wasn't walking oh, with you, you just decidedly. so here um, I'll say that again so here's actually a an interesting 
landmark in Crumlin. This is a, uh, it's a garden filled with gnomes that have all been painted white and, uh, and red. They look like yes. they could be Smurfs, um, but there's also a bunch of like, like alabaster like children. children. Yes. Yeah, they just a bunch like, of children. Um, like frozen children. Yeah, children that looked like maybe they were captured at some point and kidnapped and then just frozen. And, and frozen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, no, it's not a huge amount of joy in their faces. Really just sort of frozen in time, staring out at the world. Yes. Well, it's a warning. <laughs> it, it is, is a, a warning. warning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sh- there's a p- piano teacher in there. Gaptooth Maggie. Gaptooth Maggie. And um, people have put those gnomes in her garden, pretend, pretending them to be a gift, but actually they're just saying, listen, don't take your kids to this piano oh, teacher. I She's see. the absolute worst. I thought that maybe she'd put them out there as a warning, but it's actually the community rallying around to warn off prospective clients. Yes. That's excellent. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, no, she's doing great business. Is she? She's still doing great business because it's actually drawn people, people in. Uh, people don't like their children. Well, that's true. And what better way to express that than to force, force them into piano lessons? Piano lessons, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure, the worse the teacher, the better the fun, I think, yeah. for the parents. Yeah, exactly. You don't want your child coming home from piano lessons you having enjoyed it. You know, children have so much energy and you're just like, oh, I just need a break from this. Let's get something which will depress my child so that when they come home, they'll just be defeated. You yeah, know? but that's that's one of the two kind of approaches. You can have some sort of exercise regime for your child and maybe stimulate them. Or, of course, you can expose them to things that really crush the spirit. Yeah. And either way, you're going to get a tired child at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's easier, I think, to do the second. If you're willing to pay out of pocket for some sort of um, demon piano teacher. No, we're just passing the man shouting. That's the shout house. Yeah. We never actually see who's in there. No. It's unclear if he's shouting at like a football match or the dog or what. Or uh, or something a little bit more <laughs> dark. Well, we don't need to steer into that, but... Uh, well, now, <laughs> there's a weird trap door in the wall. Not in the actual ground, but that uh, that brown. Oh yes. Where does that go? You know. So here, what we have here is um, what looks like a normal garden wall. Um, it's on a corner house here, and yeah. uh, there's a just a lovely sort of red brickwork, and in the middle there's this um, an unusual kind of metal, very industrial-looking. Yeah, maybe a foot, two foot tall, off the ground. I don't long, think that's two six, foot. It's about two foot. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, about a foot and a half. Anyway, maybe, maybe it's a foot anyway, and a half. Anyway, it's, it's a metal door that leads yeah. somewhere underneath the house and it's locked with a giant padlock. Yeah. Now, what might that be? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, beside it, we have Crumlin Henge. <laughs> Which is, of course. Oh, and beside that, then we have a bunch of baubles. Oh, yes. They were delivered by, uh, well, the, the, the house owner claims uh, they were delivered by aliens. Right. Uh, and they were like, I don't want these. Oh, and so they've just thrown them out in their lawn. Hmm. And that's one of the, the more interesting things, I think, about walking around houses and an estate is seeing the different things that people decide to display in their gardens. Yes. And uh, that actually brings us to the topic of our tour. Yes, of course. Which is the, the varied um, front lawns and gardens of uh, Dublin. That's right. And... Um, 
how far are we into the podcast when we're explaining what it's about? Uh, I'd say about 25 minutes. Correct. Well, that's Maybe fine. 20. That's, it's a hell of an intro. Um, but yeah, so gardens weren't always a thing. Yes. Back in the day, you know, you used to come out of your house and straight onto the road. But around about... A street, it was called. A street at the time, yes. And then somewhere around about 150 years ago, 200 years ago, people wanted a little bit of a break Yeah. before they got into the big bad world. Yeah. And after they left their house, they just needed a little respite. And that is what the yeah. garden was initially for. Yes. It's a little bit of you time after you leave your house. Yeah. Uh, you were like, oh, thank God I'm out of there. Oh, fuck, I've got to go into the street now. Yeah. But... Uh, here I am in the garden, loving it. A little bit of happy time for myself. A little bit of happy time. People weren't sure what to do with the space, though. You know, I mean, it no. was it was time, but time equals space. So, well, this is your maths degree coming back in. <laughs> this is it, yeah. yeah. Um, as Albert Einstein said. Time uh, equals space. Time equals space. And, um, and, what, and sort of that means, I suppose, that... Uh, all time, all space is time. Is that right? Yes. So what, what's out there in outer space is a bunch of time, just sort of yeah, floating just around. around. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're like, uh, I'd love a bit of time to myself. Yeah. Head out to space. And, and Kamir, what would you say to people that say that sounds like nonsense? Oh, uh, I'd say uh, talk to Einstein. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. my yeah. problem. There you go. You're not the one, you're just sort of, don't shoot the messenger, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's a man walking along in his football boots there. Clearly clack, yeah. Clearly clack, don't talk back. Right. <laughs> that's enough of that. Um, yes, football. Football was one of the other things. It was that one of the things use. that could be done in a garden. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so people would set up little like goalposts and all that sort of stuff. There's a little condom on the ground, lovely. Um, yeah, at, at, uh, at a certain point, people's gardens were like, this is too big now. This is an entire football field in my... I mean, I'm just walking across a football field to get out of my day. house every I'm, day. I'm by the time I get to work. Yeah. Um, and it was actually one of the places that... There's a whole uh, match going on in my front garden. I, I can't, can't actually get I through. Can't go around. You know, you pre- pretend to be a line, linesman. Yeah. You know, but then stick up the flag and just slowly edge your way along. Well, that's it. It's very difficult because like, you can't walk across the pitch as a linesman. You know, you have to be on right on the edge. Yeah. And you follow the play. Um, Did, were you? Um, are you? Aren't you the linesman in uh, your school? <laughs> I was. I was the linesman in my you, school. Oh, yeah. You were. You're not anymore. Well, uh, well, I, no, I am. Oh, but you, I well, thought what's the went, difference? Well, uh, when I was younger, I was the first linesman, school linesman. Right. In, in the country. Right. Yeah, so it's an, it, I was recruited when I was much, much younger. I wanted to be a referee. Right. That was all because I, I, you know, I couldn't get on the, the rugby pitch, obviously. So I was like, well, I'm going to ref this then. Yes. Um, and I applied to the Irish, you know, the IRFU, um, the Referees Association within the IRFU, and I, I asked for membership. And they wouldn't give it to me. And I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do now. I'm going to go out and prove they, myself. That's what they call themselves. 
Sorry to loop back is, yeah, we're the Referees Association in the IRFU because... That's right, it's IRFU. <laughs> well, the IR, Irish Referees Association didn't, didn't go well. They, they got confused, ended up having a real, uh, real trouble there, um, you know. Oh yeah, this is carrying out bombs, bombings, uh, and stuff like that. Well, that's exactly it. We uh, people would be like, "Hello, I'm from the IRA," and they would be like, <laughs> "Ran out of the school." Ran out of the school. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was. It actually took them years to figure out what was happening. No, yeah, it took them a long time. Yeah. Not not smart. No, 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 no. Efficient. Sure. Um, vigilant. Yes. Vigilant. Yes. But not when it came to sort of domestic and world events. No. Um, now just a moment silence as we pass the grave of Tommy uh, Joan t- t- Two. Tommy 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 Joan Two. Tommy Joan to Two. Uh, he he wanted to be buried in the ugliest spot in Ireland. Yeah. And um and people couldn't be bothered. They were like, <laughs> I don't uh, know what we're going to do. Tommy, like, Tommy, Tommy it's going to so have like a far. survey or something. Yeah. How are we going to figure out what's the ugliest spot in Ireland? No, I like, mean, we'll just go county to county, yeah. ask everybody, uh, figure it out, do some kind of, get 10,000 people maybe and get them to rate the ugliest spots individually. And people are like, ah, oh, too much. Forget we it, only, Tommy. You've died. Can now, jump Tommy. in that hole now. Yeah, on you go. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you're dead. You're dead. We have like four or five days to bury you. Do you know, we don't have a huge amount of time to do a nationwide yeah. survey. Yeah. We'll just find somewhere nearby, somewhere near your house. And Tommy was like, well, if I'm talking, I'm not sure I'm dead. And people, ah, no. Doesn't sound like. Doesn't sound like it. I don't know. We'd have to ask Einstein, but. Uh, you no, know. get in there. Get in jump there. They in said. that hole. And, uh, and they did. They buried him alive. He didn't die for weeks. He had his head stuck out the top of the grave. He did. People, local people were sort of feeding him and stuff, but eventually yes, he did pass away. Yes, feeding him slash throwing food at him, uh, mocking him, and uh, and and a lot of people saying like there was a sign put beside his head don't saying, feed. "Well, don't feed him." That was that sign. Yeah. But there was the other sign saying, "Well, this is the ugliest place in Ireland now," <laughs> with you your fucking your head sticking up. You got your witch. You got as well. your- <laughs> You got your witch. You got your witch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tommy. Tommy's a witch. That's why they, well, they, that's what they expect. They suspected of him. Yes. Um, he also wanted to marry a witch. It was a lifelong dream. Well, that's right. He wanted to marry, well, not any witch as well, like Sabrina. He oh, yes. He wanted to marry Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. As her character. As and her character. Sabrina. She was like, listen, I'll marry you as me. And he was like, no, no. I want Sabrina and get yeah. that cat along as well. Salem. Salem. Voiced by Nick Bakai. I want the voice actor <laughs> and I want the actual cat as well. And uh, and if it doesn't come as a, a triple package deal, no deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, we drifted off. Well, I drifted off there a little bit. Yes, the because uh, we just, oh, we were, it was a bit of a celebrity there. Uh, the old kid chaser himself. <laughs> He said, where are the kids gone? Have they gone this way? Yeah. And we just shrugged at him. Um, we were like, oh, oh, we haven't seen any kids. No kids. No, um, no. That's the thing about the kid chaser. And we don't know his name. He's just always been around. And yeah. you never give him information as to the whereabouts of kids. No. Because we've ruined the game of hide and seek that he's been in for the last 20 years. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's just a bit of harmless fun. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, another one of the local celebrities around here. Uh, yes, so many. Um, you know, Phil Linnett, of course, grew up uh, just around the corner. Is that right, Phil Linnett? He did, yeah, just down there, actually. When you say around the corner, again, I'm, I'm lost as to where I am. Well, everywhere is around the corner in Crumlin. That's oh, what see. they say. I see. Uh, All roads are you, lead are you to literally Rome. lost where you are? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not... I, I think I know exactly where I'm not. Yes. I know yes. where I'm not. Now, Crumlin is interesting because... Nah, it's not that interesting. No. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, now, back to gardens. Gardens were actually the first place where therapy took place. Yes. Um, the because band. That's right. The band therapy. <laughs> the band therapy. The, the band therapy. That's yeah. right. Is that what you said? I was just making sure that you said exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, so the band therapy is the first place they played was a garden. Yeah. And we bring that up because we're actually, we're due to play... There's the lads there. There's the lads. <laughs> <laughs> the smoke by the van. <laughs> it literally ah. looked like the band therapy. Um, there they are. Yeah. Uh, well, they were inspired by the original therapists, which actually did... They did, yeah. They, they, they set up shop in people's gardens. Yes. Because, just looping back to some of the other stuff that we said earlier on... Um, <laughs> who knows what who that knows was? Who knows what that was? But, essentially, when people were having those sort of difficult moments on the way out of their house before they hit the road, before they entered their, their daily lives, they were having very difficult moments and they were having maybe a little bit of a cry, a little bit of a think. Yeah, yeah. So... The first therapists were just kind of concerned citizens who were walking around and they'd see someone maybe bawling, crying in their yeah. garden and they'd go in and have a chat and say, you know, here, what's up with you? Yeah. How are you getting on? Yeah. And then at the end of the conversation, they'd obviously ask for some sort of money, they'd hand around a hat. Yeah. And that's how Hand around a hat, yeah. Hand around a hat. <laughs> <laughs> to the one person. To the one now, person. But they'd be like, now listen, obviously I'm doing this job for free, but... Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, if, if you, you can spare anything, if anyone here can spare anything anyone and they, at all. say to the whole garden, there was only one other person in the garden, yeah. just going to pass a hat around as it passes you, maybe throw in some money. Yeah. Uh, and don't worry, I'm not watching who does put in money, who doesn't put in money. There's, you know, whoever's yeah, here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll know, count it, it up at the end. Exactly. And who knows yeah. what it was. So, and then it's, it's very often, I don't know if you've had this experience, but it's like when you're at a, a show with a very small audience and the performer sort of locks eyes with you, you feel as though, you know, you're obligated to look like you're having a, a good time. Right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it feels as though there isn't a huge amount of people here. This person is trying very hard. You want to make it look like you're enjoying it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so they would get a lot of people into giving them a huge amount of money. Yes. Um... Oh, there's someone just ruining the undercarriage of that car there. <laughs> Oh, that is leaking leaking oil there now. Oh, <laughs> yes. they won't last long. Yes. Uh, trail, of, trail of fire, is it now, uh, following them down the road as they're speeding away? Yes. Uh, hopefully they can get away from it uh, well, before it catches up. If they should be fine, but I, I wonder how long they'll be oh, able to light. explain to... Oh, oh red light. Oh, red light. Okay, well, <laughs> their speed has completely dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that'll... I mean, fair play to them up. for sticking to the rules, but, um, yeah, that's a car on fire now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's just putting his hand out the window, just sort of fanning it. I don't yeah. know if that's going to do much. No, I think that's just supplying more air, stoking yeah. the flames. Yeah. They're not going to blow that out. No. Well. Right. Okay. Oh, he's, he's taking the kids out of the car now. <laughs> yes. What were they doing in the boot? 
No idea. Yeah. Right, okay. Ah, oh, and he's gotten back and he's driving away. Right, okay, he's left the kids there and he's driving. <laughs> yes, that's quite strange. I guess he's trying to drive so fast that he outruns the fire. Again, that's his plan. He's yeah, back I, guess, I guess that's a oh, roundabout. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Now. Well, he's going he's back trying to the he's, he's, yeah. he's joined back up. <laughs> he's, jo he's just come back. Yeah, big mistake. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's now fully on fire, engulfed in it. Yeah. Okay. Should we, I'm yeah. looking around. Does no one else seem to be looking at it? <laughs> a lot of people just are sort of ignoring it as if they don't want to see it. No, no. I mean, few people are running uh, a commentary on it, uh, you know, which oh. would be more yeah. helpful just to document it. Yeah. You know, as journalists, we can't get involved, of course. We, we have to be impartial. Yeah. There's a couple of people, I think they're doing a TikTok dance in front of it there now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, here's a... He's a very skewed-looking hopscotch. Yes, that's uh, done by One Leg Bob. One Leg Bob, and he—he's three legs. It's a—it's you know, it's one of those ironic nicknames. Oh, right. So that's why his. Good uh, on you, Bob. Yeah, he uh, hopscotch has long, you know. Oh, there's. That's sad. Now that's the outline of a murder there. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, like someone's played knots and crosses beside that murder. Yeah. That's very Looks sad, like Michael yeah. D. Higgins. I hope it wasn't. I hope it wasn't Michael D. Higgins. It looks like a mix, a mix between Michael D. Higgins and maybe Ronald McDonald. Yes. So hopefully both um, of those public figures are still Hopefully both alive of those public well. figures and any uh, genetic clone that has been created from the two of them. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, obviously, Michael D. has to have a couple of clones as soon as you're installed in office in any presidency in the world, but especially the Irish one. They yes. clone you immediately. There was some DNA missing. And like in Jurassic Park, they were like, well, let's take some of this DNA from Ronald McDonald yeah. and stick it into the Michael D. Higgins clone. Now, they didn't and have uh, Ronald McDonald, of course. They just sort of no. bought a hamburger and used some of the DNA yeah, out of that. Yeah, yeah. So the beast of, of, <laughs> of the park <laughs> is still out there <laughs> howling away. Uh, howling away at night. And uh, creating goes. beautiful poetry. Oh, incredible poetry. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, well yeah. spoken during the day, but oh, at yeah. night he just sort of screams, ba -da -ba -ba -ba! <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> just like you did. Just like I did, yeah. Well, uh, I think we're coming to the end of our tour now. We are, and we still haven't bumped into any of our listeners. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, who knows where they've got to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we've come to the uh, Crumlin Bridge, Bridge um, which is... You know, we like to end our, all our tours beside uh, heavy industrial machinery. So we're just heading over now. Yeah, heading towards the, the thrumming of some sort of... Uh, a wood chipper. Yeah. We like, like, I think it makes sense as well. We like to head towards the most obnoxious sound we can. So that by the end of this episode, you're, you're delighted to switch it off. Yes, when you take off your headphones now, you're like, oh, thank God. Thank <laughs> God. God that's over. It's, I didn't realise it's one of those things where you you don't realise how stressed or how headachey you've become until you stop listening to the yes. noise yeah. it's like a, a weird humming sound in your house that you only notice when it stops yeah and you're like oh god oh there was a humming noise my brain it's had not doing that anymore yeah my brain had both um, cancelled it out but was also like subconsciously absorbing it yes registering yeah. it yeah and there's a man stealing a puppy. And I think that that's... So, in summary, 
Yeah, in summary, I think, uh, you know, gardens, the next time you see a garden, yeah. you know, just be aware of the kind of history behind it. These yeah. weren't a fluke, you know? They were, no, no. They were created for a reason, and they have a very important function in our society. They have a very important function in our society. Yeah, um, somewhere to tell people to get the fuck out of. Exactly, a little, yes. a little place of your own that you can say is yours alone. Yes. But you, what you do is you display it. And if you're listening and you don't have a garden, um, you know, maybe just cordon off an area of your apartment hmm. uh, as your garden. That's what um, I've done in the factory. Oh yes, have you? Yep. Myself uh, and the lads, we've, we've just put a bunch of uh, just earth into the centre and um, we planted some seeds. Yeah. And um, I have a little scarecrow in there as well, so it looks very wholesome. L- lovely, a scarecrow. Oh yeah. Well, we have to keep the, the crows away. From? Oh, well, from, the, uh, from all the crow's feed. Right. Well, you have a load of bird seed in the... Really? Well, yeah, but that's what we're trying to grow. Crow's feed? I've never even heard of that. Well, you've heard of crow's feet. Yes. Well, it's like that, but feed. But a different letter at the end. Just a very similar. Now, (laughs) here's where they hung. (laughs) Um, That poor old vulture. uh, (laughs) Yes. That was uh, harassing the the neighbourhood. And, uh, and they, they left the rope up them. in the tree, um, just as a warning. Just as, and as, as a reminder that you can't hang a vulture; they can fly. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. So let's not try that again because sure. it was, it was a disaster. It's a you know it's interesting because like there's there's three there's this basically for the listeners there's a, there's a tree in the middle of a kind of small roundabout at the end of road, yeah. And um, hanging out of the tree there are two kind of swings. They look quite. Swings. Fun and absolutely, um, you know, they look like a, a bit of crack for the local kids. Yeah. And there's one noose. Yeah, just a noose there. Just sort of a low-hanging noose. Yeah. And um, you know, just I think it really sets the tone of what kind of neighbourhood this is. Yes. The focus is obviously fun, but don't take it too far. Yes. And and if there had been some people on the tour, of course, this is where we would have ended, um, so they could have a go on the swings. Yeah. And um, um, well, that, you know what you're missing now. Yep. You know what you're missing. Well, um, until next time. Yeah. That's, that, uh, uh, that's everything, I think. Yes, on that somber note. Yeah. Um, and as we stand looking at the, uh, the swings and one of the nooses is hanging yeah. there. Yeah. It's a perfect place to end. Yeah. So until next time. That's what's after happening. In 1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening.